Hello, friends. This is Cliff Knight from Equippers International. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We want to lift up Jesus and provide a place for you to learn more about Him and to grow in your relationship with Him. If you find the podcast helpful, feel free to share it with others. We believe it will be a source of blessing and encouragement, and you will be strengthened in your relationship with Jesus. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Equippers International Podcast. We're in the book of Romans, and today we're starting chapter 4. Let me read the first eight verses of chapter 4. What then shall we say that Abraham, our father, according to the flesh, has found? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, his wage is not credited as a favor, but as what is due. But to the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited as righteousness. Just as David also speaks of the blessing on the man to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds have been forgiven and whose sins have been covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will not take into account. All right, so Paul starts chapter 4, and he really just continues along the same theme that we ended chapter 3 with. If you've listened to the previous episode, you remember in the previous episode, we talked specifically about the new law of faith and how faith is a new principle by which God justifies humanity. That if a person will believe in God, he will be justified and made righteous in his relationship with God, even though God has every reason to condemn man. And this is the beauty of the gift of grace in the gospel. And this is what Paul's trying to explain. But he's also very careful to keep his discussion in the proper context. Now, you remember at the very end of the previous episode, we talked about how Paul argues that faith doesn't nullify the law, but it actually testifies. He says it establishes the law. I spoke a little bit about that in the previous episode. But what he was saying was that it actually testifies to the process that God was actually doing through the giving of the law. And I think a lot of times we misunderstand why God actually gave the law, because Paul makes it very clear elsewhere that no law could have been given that would justify man, because man was incapable of fulfilling any law. And this is exactly what Paul's going to get at in the book of Romans, especially now in chapter 4 when he picks up the discussion of Abraham, because he says there that Abraham has found justification by faith. And so he cannot boast in anything that he's done because the scripture, and he quotes from Genesis chapter 15, says that Abraham believed God. It doesn't say that Abraham did something for God. He simply believed God when he heard God speak to him. In believing what God said when God promised Abraham that he would have a son and that his descendants would would be like the sand of the sea and the stars of the sky, it says that Abraham 
believed God. Now, we'll see in more detail some of the actual natural things surrounding Abraham's situation. But right now, Paul's going to set Abraham in place as really the hinge point of the whole discussion of faith. And it's a very good reason why he's doing this, because Paul is wanting to anchor the truth of faith all the way back to its proper place, and that is in Abraham. Now, let me spend just a minute and go to the book of Galatians and just pick up this discussion in regards to how Paul sees Abraham in relationship to the law, because it's important for us to see this, because Paul, as I've said many times in the book of Romans, he has this dialogue going on on two different levels, one on a universal human level of God redeeming all mankind, Jews and Gentiles, but at the same time, he inter weaves this narrative between the Jews and the Gentiles on the natural level because it's a very real issue facing believers in Rome. And it's a very real issue that faced many congregations that Paul ministered in. One would be the churches in Galatia. It's a little bit of a different context because what had happened in the churches throughout the Galatia region, they had been infected, if you will, by the influence of what Paul would call the Judaizers, those that came came back behind him throughout the region of Galatia on his first missionary journey when he preached the gospel there to Gentiles, and they would come back behind him and they would try to introduce Jewish requirements of the law, specifically that they would be circumcised, but also that they would observe different feasts and different celebrations and the Sabbath and maybe other requirements of the law. So Paul puts this in very clear context in the book of Galatians. Now listen to what Paul says in Galatians 3, starting there in verse 15. Brethren, I'm speaking in terms of human relations. Even though it is only a man's covenant, yet when it is ratified, no one sets it aside or adds conditions to it. Now the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. He does not say, and to seeds, as referring to many, but rather to one and to your seed, that is Christ. Now this is the point that I want us to see, verse 17. Paul says, what I am saying is this, the law which came 430 years later does not invalidate a covenant previously ratified by God so as to nullify the promise. For if the inheritance is based on law, it is no longer based on promise, but God has granted it to Abraham by means of a promise. And then verse 19, why the law then? It was added because of transgressions. Another way of saying that is it was added so that transgressions or that sins may be increased. What is Paul saying? Paul is making his case strongly in the book of Romans and in the book of Galatians 
that Abraham's faith is the hinge point of the whole discussion, not the law that came 430 years later. God had already made a promise to Abraham, and Abraham's response to that promise was laid down as a principle by which God would declare people righteous. And then this principle comes to bear clearly in the gospel message that it's by faith in believing what God has done through Jesus Christ that a man becomes righteous. Because Paul says that if a man works for his righteousness, then his wage is not a favor. It's what's due to him. And God will never be manipulated by man's service. He will never be demanded to pay man something. In other words, he will not be in debt to any man. He gives only through giving by favor and a free gift. And this is only available through faith. This is why Paul says in verse 5 of Romans 4, But to the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited to him as righteousness. This is the good news. This is the gospel message that God declares righteous and makes righteous those who believe. And Paul is making this strong, strong point and is establishing it in a point of history, which was with Abraham. Now, he's going to go into much more detail throughout the whole chapter of chapter four in his discussion of Abraham, because he's anchoring this truth at the proper place. And he quotes now this verse in Psalm where David declares that blessed are those whose lawless deeds have been forgiven and whose sins have been covered. It's a beautiful confession that David speaks of when he describes the blessing of a man who has received the gift of God's righteousness, not based on anything he's done, but only because he has believed. And the main point when we believe is that our sins are forgiven. Our sins are covered. God shows mercy on us when we have faith. So I just want us to focus in this episode on this truth that Abraham is the point of reference. In his response to God, he sets the pattern. He actually is the forerunner in this principle of faith that Paul has picked up previously in chapter 3. It is the most important principle because it's only in believing. Now, Paul's going to go into a lot more detail of why this is important. But right now, in these introductory verses to chapter 4, he just introduces us to Abraham as the one who believed God. And he's going to go into much more detail of why this is important for the Jew and for the Gentile. And we'll look at more of that in the next episodes. But today, just contemplate on this beautiful truth that it's only by believing. Again, we're driving this point that it is by faith and faith alone that we enjoy the blessing of being forgiven and having our sins covered and being brought into a right relationship with God. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more. Mm-hmm.